destiny. I hope that you're having a wonderful week and that if you celebrate Christmas that you are having a wonderful Christmas season. If you celebrate any other holidays this time of year, I hope that you're having a wonderful holiday season for that holiday as well. Without further ado, let's get into it. We're going to read The Nutcrackers Night Before Christmas by Keith Brockett. "'Twas the night before Christmas, and up in the town a theater stood high on a hill like a crown. Its stately marquee glittered brightly with light, proclaiming the Nutcracker's opening night. But backstage the mood was uncertain and stressed. Disasters had struck as the day had progressed. And now the curtain time quickly drew near. A sick sense of panic a growing, was growing severe. The programs had come from the printer that day. With titles misspelled, the Nutscrenacker Ballet? The error was funny and might have amused if not for those programs that couldn't be used. But far bigger problems had reared up their heads. The stagehands got sick and went home to their beds. The spotlights had fallen, the stage was left dim, and Clara spilt grape juice all over the scrim. Hmm. The grumpy old cat living under the stage had clawed the tool skirts into shreds in a rage. The snowflakes and flowers were in total despair. They couldn't perform without costumes to wear. The sword for the Mouse King just couldn't be found. The Nutcracker smashed it when he dropped to the ground. The Tutus had lost all their sequins and gems, and scraps of torn stitching hung loose from their hems. But worse was to come, with a crash and a yell. The Christmas tree used in the party scene fell. Its ornaments shattered all across the stage floor, and none of its lights would light up anymore. With that, any hope of the show was now gone. It had to be canceled. It couldn't go on. The problems and mishaps were far past repair, and sad disappointment hung still in the air. But then a surprising and strange thing occurred. From one set of the from one of the set pieces, noises were heard. A fireplace stood on stage, set in a wall, and from it came laughter that filled the whole hall. The set began shaking, and then the stage too, until old Saint Nicholas burst from the flue. He'd seen that the show was in trouble that night from far overhead on his Christmas Eve flight. He called to his elves. They appeared from thin air and got right to work. There was no time to spare. They fixed all the costumes, the spotlights and tree, 
then printed new programs just as fast as could be. They handled the hassles with props and the scrim, the sun, and suddenly things were not looking so grim. The elves took the places of six stagehands too, and changed all the lighting and sets right on cue. And then one more surprise was in store for that night. The sugar plum fairy, that magical sprite, she flew from the wings in a wondrous display, for Saint Nick had lent her his reindeer and sleigh. She landed on stage to the thrill of the crowd. A standing ovation was heard long and loud. The show had been saved thanks to dear Saint Santa Claus. Let's give him a rollicking round of applause. The end. I hope that you loved this story and that you come back for more next week. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hi, I just wanted to let you know that I created a Gmail account so that you could send me emails. I would love to hear where you're listening from. Anything that you would like to tell me, I'm open to to reading your emails about it. And also, if you have any book recommendations, I would love to hear them. I'm going to let you know what it is right now. Are you ready? It's the title of the podcast, Beloved Children's Books at gmail.com. Again, Beloved Children's Books at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you soon. Bye!